0: Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle.
1: The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's the breakfast huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. Ryan, I asked this question to our analysts yesterday. I'm going to ask you the same mm. one. Uh, would you pay less for a subscription, except that there are going to be ads?
0: Do oh. you mind that? I guess it's a price for everything I know the cheaper the better
1: show me more ads I will just take it for free if you show me really? enough ads yeah. and so you would watch Netflix okay if Netflix was free and it came with ads you'd be okay with that
0: I'll be okay you know save every penny I can spend it elsewhere you know times are tough I just want it for free if I can
1: wow how well, about you though uh, no <laughs> I pay I mean I gotta be honest with you here I pay premium for my Spotify uh,
0: I, I guess your time is you no know, more valuable to you but I can imagine myself you know multitasking using my phone about ads rolling okay oh.
1: well i hate ads and and it'll be interesting to see how subscribers react to this when it eventually comes around it won't come around for at least another one or two years but that's what netflix is looking at on the back of those horrible numbers yesterday it's still not doing too well
0: it is not and we are still seeing quite a negative reaction playing out and they're seeing netflix's share price down more than 35% overnight to $226. So that is pretty much its worst day in nearly 20 years. And just to give you a bit of a recap on the numbers, Netflix was down because of its quarterly earnings, where it just indicated how much of a slowdown has been seen. It lost 200,000 subscribers in the first quarter. Uh, Bear in mind, the prior quarter, they were already reporting slower growth. This time around, they reported lost subscribers. Mm. And it predicts it could lose even more subscribers in the second quarter, 2 million more. So that's really, really putting pressure on Netflix
1: yeah well uh, it looks like there are downgrades as well from analysts could you share some of the the, the comments yeah. that are coming out
0: it's all about a netflix party we've got 10 <laughs> analyst downgrades all just slamming netflix wave after wave just to give you a few examples ubs is downgrading its call on netflix because of increased competition macroeconomic pressures saturated markets and you've got In the backdrop, what's happening right now is a um, lifting of restrictions around the world. People just getting out of the house more, Mm. not watching as much Netflix, not willing to pay as much. Of course, cost pressures are going up in the sense of how people are having to pay more for everything, their patrol, their food. So when you think about Netflix, hey, maybe I won't watch so much Netflix next time. So that's something that's also pulling back on Mm. the attractiveness of Mm. the Netflix model. So for UBS, they have cut their target price to Three hundred and fifty-five from five hundred and seventy-five, and that call downgraded to neutral from buy. And another and um firm pivotal is slapping that fix with a. Double downgrade. Wow. So from buy to sell. And they are putting their target price now at 235 So that's down by more than half. And just to give you some colour, the current price right now is 226 So not too far away. Wells Fargo is also saying Netflix is now firmly on the defensive for all the various reasons we've been talking about. It's seeing so much competition, it has to figure out how to change its model. So it's going to be a, quite a tough... Um, transition period for Netflix according to Wells Fargo. JP Morgan, another one that is in the downgrade parade. And this is um, JP Morgan highlighting the practice of users sharing their passwords. So you can imagine your family just sharing a password around, your boyfriend, your ex-boyfriend, your ex-girlfriend, all of them having the same password. That has actually been the practice for many years. Even Netflix has acknowledged that. But they've been happy or at least okay to tolerate it because it helped to grow the numbers helped to hook people on netflix but now with the pressures the company is facing they are now thinking about clamping down on that practice and forcing people to pay extra if they want to use it in a different home so that could be also coming alongside the advertising model
1: yeah people are questioning right uh on the back of yesterday like what, how how You already have lower subscription numbers. You do something like that. How is that going to help you? Uh, But there you go. I mean, Netflix really needs a... Netflix, uh, <laughs> are ads enough to save it? I mean, you also consider the competition, right? Your, your Disney+, Plus, your HBO Max, they are able to... For example, HBO Max. Uh, I think two months ago, or just over a month ago, 45 days ago to be exact, The Batman was in cinemas. Now, mm. if you didn't want to watch it in cinemas, you wait 45 days later, it's on the platform HBO Max here in Singapore, HBO Go. So then that that... I mean, that benefits me. Yeah, not too long Netflix ago, Netflix is different, right? Netflix
0: was so dominant, they said that their main competition was sleep. So they were <laughs> fighting with sleep over your attention. But now with the crowd of choices right now, they are starting to recognize it's not just them in the game right now. You've got Disney Plus and all the Pluses out there, Apple TV, uh, all just getting a smaller slice of
1: the pie. Yeah, anyone get into gaming? How's that going to work with people going out back into the world? Okay, uh, someone who is dancing around, probably not watching Netflix, is (laughs) Mr. Elon Musk. Wow, what earnings?
0: First quarter profit and sales top estimates, and that is sending a share price up. 6% six percent after the bell. So we've got earnings per share at 322, better than the two twenty-six from the consensus forecast. Revenue was at 18.76 billion dollars. That's above the 17.8 billion from the consensus forecast. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. a couple of things driving it here. You've got cars of Tesla Tesla sales are up eighty seven percent from the same period last year, reaching sixteen point eight six billion. Margins are also up to a record. 32.9 percent so you've got tesla being able to raise its selling prices to offset all those pressures from higher material costs higher wages and it's been able to command it apparently because people want a tesla so it is seeing 50 percent average annual growth in vehicle deliveries in the coming year so something that's really
1: driving tesla's business yeah uh and they, they have got that new giga factory in Germany. Okay, sure. A bit of slowdown in in uh, Shanghai, but that's going to change very soon. Um, what are the um, What are the bright spots? Are you seeing? What are the earnings mm. highlights? Are you paying attention to? Yeah, you mentioned Shanghai. So they mentioned they lost
0: about a month of build volume due to the COVID related shutdowns. So something that will continue to play out. But they are ramping up Their production in Berlin and Texas, where they have giga factories as well. Mm. But they note. This will take some time. Any factory ramp-up will take some time. Um, The other thing to note is Elon Musk has been in the news quite a lot last week for his buyout proposal for Twitter. So here is where Tesla comes into play right now because he holds a lot of Tesla shares. So there is speculation that he may sell some of his Tesla stock to um, just raise funds or at least borrow against it to finance his forty-three billion dollar bid for
1: Twitter. So that could leave Tesla's shares quite volatile until we get some clarity. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's take a look at some other earnings highlights. Procter & Gamble is uh, on your radar. Mm. Uh, Lululemon as well. Uh, phew, interesting. Uh, Lululemon, by the way, and, and just to bring that up, they are now going after the men. That's right. So with Procter & Gamble, they are beating estimates with price hikes offsetting
0: higher costs. And with Lululemon, they are seeing quite a good time as well they are looking to double their revenue in the next five years putting it on track to hit $12.5 billion in sales and that is going to be seeing it's kind of a new strategy aiming the men in a more bigger fashion
1: I tell you what I was in uh, what was I this uh, I, I want to there's a this big Lululemon outlet so I went inside there my wife was obviously looking at other stuff in Lululemon and I saw this men's section I was like what what's going on here my gosh you should go check out the pants. So comfortable. I can't imagine you in yoga pants. No, and maybe no. I shouldn't. But it's, anyways. It's, it's not yoga pants. So, so they, they do these pants. They make it it's like office wear, but it's as comfortable yeah, as right. yoga so a bit pants. it's like athleisure.
0: Yeah. Okay. What the other segment <laughs> they are trying to get into is shoes as well. They've just really? rolled shoes for women. And now they are aiming a slice of the shoe wear space for men as well. So something that could actually um, take off. Wow.